Like, you know, that's... Alright. Ohio gozaimasu, buenos dias, good morning, and guten morgen. Hey, today I'm doing a podcast just on anything random. Uh, I'm joined with my wife. I, don't, I still don't know what you want to go by. You want to go by Lucy, Angie, or what? <laughs> I don't know. Anyways. Uh, yeah. I mean, first of all, let's cover the whole this whole Pokemon thing. I mean, personally, my wife and I... We, 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 we grew up with Pokemon, we still love it, we're not embarrassed. I know I've had many experiences, actually, where I work with somebody and I... I actually, I have a Pokemon tattoo on me. I have a tattoo with Trapinch, if any of you know what a Pokemon is, you know that that's from the third generation. Anyways, when I've been working in the restaurant industry, I've actually received so many fucking compliments. So many damn compliments, and I'm like, hey, thanks, you know, I appreciate that you appreciate this, and then you're not judgmental about it. I know that before I actually got it, I, I sought some advice and I was like, hey, what do you think about this? Do you think it'd be a pretty cool idea? You know, I drew it out myself. You know, I just kind of uh, portrayed the Pokemon how I wanted it to be portrayed. And anyways, uh, I, I got it regardless. I planned it out. It took, I, you know, I really, you know, counted the cost of it. You know, am I going to like it? You know, what do I, what am I going to think about it? You know, what's going to go on with it? And, you know, I concluded, screw it. I'm going to get it because I love it. And so this one day, you know, we, uh, I drove out with two of, three of my buddies and we went out to uh, basically the beach to, you know, go camping. And on uh, I, I know that there was a tattoo shop out there. Uh, you know, I, I hope they're still around, actually. They're they're in Seaside, Oregon. And anyways, um, yeah, I wanted to go get my tattoo. I, ha- I, I sent them, I think, the image beforehand and I had already made, you know, planned out the day. I had called them and we, you know, had everything set up. And so it was pretty cool. I mean, you know, I really appreciate my friends for allowing that, uh, I guess you could say, tangent in life. So, that you know, I, I really appreciate my friends for being there with me. And, you know, they waited there in the tattoo shop for three hours with me. So I'm glad they're committed. I'm glad they actually, they're like, whoa, that's pretty cool. You know, we actually got to see you get tattooed. And I was excited. But anyways, regardless, ever since then, I mean, I've had this tattoo since... Since I was, I think, 19. So it's been, I think, 8 years already. It's been 8 years since I've had this tattoo on me. But anytime I go around anywhere, even working in sushi for the past uh, almost 4 years. I think, you know, actually, it's, it's been 4 years. I've uh, received compliments because, like, uh, fortunately, I've had the fortune of working in the higher-end sushi places. And I'm not going to, you know, gloat about, oh, yeah, you know, I'm a really cool sushi chef. No, I'm just been really fortunate i've you know really pursued what i wanted to do and i've really pursued and i haven't quit even when i get knocked down or rejected i still continue on going but anyways even in those higher end places you know there's been customers that i've recognized and obviously you know some of these customers are from the same generation of uh of you know people you know they also grew up in the 90s watching pokemon they grew up continued growing up in the 2000s early 2000s we watching pokemon and some people like my myself and my wife we truthfully haven't stopped loving pokemon i think the way we grew up with it i think anytime somebody tries to judge me on liking pokemon i always tell them truthfully and honestly fuck off you know go go live your own life if it embarrasses you if you're embarrassed about it then be embarrassed about it i really don't give a damn I, I personally love it. I, I actually love what it stands for. You know, there's people going out and seeking out new friendships, creating new bonds, new friendships. And that's what I tell people these days. You know, whenever I'm texting someone, I'm like, yeah, you know what? Um, I'm just usually doing it for just to make new friends, make new uh, connections, uh, whether it's beneficial for whoever. I mean, it's not like I'm 
going on an agenda where, you know, this person's going to benefit me one way or another. No, no, no. I mean, we can benefit each other. You know, it's a mutual relationships. Regardless, I, I mean, Pokemon stands for so many things. I... I started off playing Pokemon on the Game Boy Color. I played it on the Nintendo 64. I played. I collected Pokemon cards. I did sell them uh, from uh, when I first started middle school. I sold them to a, a, a place called Hoopla uh, Trading Cards. Uh, I mean, rest in peace. That, that place has been gone for a long time. But that was like one of the first iconic trading card places here in in Portland. I remember their commercials. You know, they'd pass by on uh, the I think it was Channel 32 before it was called the CW, and I think it was it was freaking awesome. It was so cool, uh, and well, yeah, it was a mistake because I think if I would have kept them, truthfully, each of those Pokemon cards were realistically invaluable. I mean, they were priceless. They were extremely priceless because well, they meant more to me than you know they can mean to somebody else. But anyways, you know, I did sell them. But then, later on in middle school, like, I think the, 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 the third year, well, obviously the last year in middle school, I decided to start collecting them again. And fortunately, one of my friends, he was actually, you know what, I actually like Pokemon too. And I'm like, no way, that's freaking awesome. I, I didn't think anybody else liked Pokemon because, you know, back in middle school, you know, there'd be kids that would always judge you no matter what you liked or you didn't like. And so I I decided to start collecting them again. I went to Hoopla with my friend. Every $5 we had from our allowances, you know, we'd go buy some cards, we'd buy some cheap ones, you know, we'd buy those little mystery baggies. And yeah, I started my collection again. I created my binder and I ended up filling my binder with, I think, maybe 30 plus pages of Pokemon cards in about a year. And a lot of them are pretty damn valuable to this day. And later on when I met my wife, I think the first four, five, six months we were with each other, she showed me her collection of Pokemon cards and Yu-Gi-Oh cards. I was like, "Holy crap! You have like double of what I have." I was just so amazed. I was like, "I think, I think, quadruple that because I have a lot." <laughs> well, yeah. Anyways, I mean, ever since then, ever since the first year we've been together, we've been creating our uh, a collection together. So you know, sometimes I'm. I, I, there's conflict whether it's like those are mine or hers, but in in at the end of it, I think they're they become. What's yours they, is mine, and what's mine is still mine. <laughs> well, anyways, you heard it there. I guess you know, right? I think from many people I know, I think happy wife, happy life, right? Anyways, <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, um, this whole Pokemon craze with the the 25th anniversary. Uh, um, at McDonald's, I honestly didn't know about it. I think my uh, my wife showed me some TikToks. She's really big into TikTok. I, I still have conflicts of um, wanting to actually open up a TikTok. I, I I just don't know about it. You know, I I guess it's uh, the unknowing of it, or I screw it. You know, I think it's I think it's some like a fear of judgment. To be honest, as well, I think it's the fact where oh you have a TikTok open. Oh you know haha what what are you doing? Uh, as much as I don't want to associate myself with certain generations, I guess in theory, in theory, my or the way my mentality works, I'm kind of a boomer. <laughs> so I guess maybe that's why I don't want <laughs> That's why I don't want to open up a TikTok because I just don't want to be labeled as a millennial or Gen Z or whatever. I mean, clearly I wouldn't be a Gen Z. I mean, I, I was born before uh, the year 2000, but even then, I I just don't like being considered a millennial because they're just I'd say so many negative connotations being a millennial, you know. You're either kind of a, a dummy or you just like to perceive the world in uh, silly, absurd ways. But regardless, 
I yeah we 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 are we're doing the Pokemon hunt. We uh, the 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 other day we were actually uh, stalking a McDonald's on Halsey <laughs> where that we had gone there in the early in like the afternoon and they told us actually we sold out around five a.m. and we're like no crap are you're kidding? We were told to come the next day, but she's like yeah we we sold that at four at four a.m. And our truck won't be arriving until about 2.30, 3.30. And so we ended up going across the street and just uh, staking the place out. <laughs> we were there for an hour. But hey, we enjoyed it. I got to visit an Indian bazaar that's like right there. And it was pretty cool. I had some pretty delicious curry and uh, some very delicious chicken masala. And it was, it was great. Anyways, uh, yeah, we, we finally saw the truck come by. And we, we went by. We, we went there. And previously they had told us we could get a max of 10 uh, orders of just the Pokemon cards, and instead of doing that, since they realized how fast these were selling out, and it does suck. Due I, to I, the scalpers. Yeah, due to scalpers and you know, uh, people that flip flip things. Like you know, they 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 buy something that's used and resell it for even greater price, or they buy something that is releasing that day, and then they sell it for maybe double, triple, quadruple the price, which is freaking retarded. To be honest, it, it's it's stupid. I think it's dumb because, well, you you do kind of rob away from the kids that are growing up and hopefully making this something, a new tradition in their life. Because clearly, if it wasn't for how much I loved Pokemon, I don't think I would have ever been invested into it, even to this day. Uh, at the same time, I think the biggest part of it is not giving a crap because people will always judge you no matter what. And especially when it comes to Pokemon... I mean, we've had, we. I, I know being Hispanic, and having a lot of Catholic, like real influence in, in in our culture and in religion, we have a lot of aunts and un uncles that are a bit superstitious slash zealous with uh, their beliefs. You know, that's at the same time I'd say they have a lack of knowledge as well because they. I know we we we've had our own experience where. There have been people that have told us, oh, the devil is inside, you know, Pokemon cards, or the devil is inside Yu-Gi-Oh cards. Ha <laughs> hell Satan, I'm okay with that. <laughs> and it's, it's, it's dumb, it's, it's, uh, I'd say a lack of knowing, really, it's a lack of just, uh, expanding your, your knowledge pool. It's like that story I told you of, like, the babysitter I had when I was, like, six years old, um, I think it was, like, her first time babysitting me. Uh, my mom just left for work, and I was still, you know, watching in the early, early mornings, the, like, kids, four kids TV channel, watching Pokemon on there, and, you know, this lady came in, and she checked on me, I was in my room, and she saw that I had, like, all these, like, Pokemon plushies, and I was watching them, and she's like, oh, no, that's, that's the devil, oh, no, I, and, like, started, you know, basically telling me, just scaring the crap out of me. Because I didn't know if it was something good or bad. You know, I love this stuff. You know, my parents were okay with oh, it. Oh, Squirtle. <laughs> That's so freaking cool. Nice. I love Squirtle. It's my favorite. And, yeah, it's, she was super religious. I ended up telling my mom. My mom got pretty pissed off, and that was the last time I ever saw her as a babysitter. Yeah, good for that, because I, I, think, it was really, I think I got fortunate with having uh, family friends be babysitters. And these family friends were usually teenagers. Or, uh, you know, in high school, I mean, if you're in high school, you're still technically a teenager. So, regardless, I think that, you know, they were pretty understanding of uh, just having these likes or dislikes. And, yeah, I think it's, I think it's a really toxic thing to do because, I, yeah, of course, even with Yu-Gi-Oh cards. I remember I used to collect Yu-Gi-Oh cards. Oh, that's pretty sweet. That's a cool snivel. Uh, snivel, right? 
Sneevy. Sneevy, yeah. Anyways, we, we've had, uh, I've had you know, family members that have definitely prejudged or uh, mistakenly judged uh, just, just, you know, the, what what new culture has to offer, I guess. What, what new, I, what new culture has to offer. And I understand because I've definitely judged my younger brother, which is, you know, technically by a category standard. He is a Gen Z, and so is actually my sister-in-law. She's also a Gen Z. I think they were born like a year apart from each other. But anyways, they were born, bo both born after the 2000s, and there's definitely things that in their, I guess, new culture standards that I've been, you know, second-guessing, that I've prejudged as well without understanding. More recently, I've kind of opened up my mind to really uh, understand what they're going through and what they like or dislike. And even the older generations, the generation that would actually be officially considered boomers, uh, they are also prejudging, you know, people that like playing video games, that like playing, you know, that like Pokemon, all that stuff. I think it's ridiculous. I think it's a little absurd. Not, not that I'm complaining about it, but it's more of that these people, as ex as as expanded as they think their mind or spirit is, you know, or as, as benevolent as they think they are, it's like, in reality, they're not. But at the same time, who am I to judge? I mean, we're all humans. We, we all we all are judgmental to an extent, you know, either at the most minimal 1% to the most extreme beyond 100%. And in, in, in every category, really. I mean, you know, the, again, this goal, the goal is to, again, get perspective of why people dislike or like a certain thing even with pokemon you know i i mean i love it i, I think it's free, freaking great i know some people say hip-hop saved my life well in a way pokemon saved my life <laughs> in a way you know but how, how many of us can admit that really you know not not, not too many of us do we already get the store chick uh, i think so i think so too anyways yeah it's it's a little ridiculous uh, how judgmental people can be with, uh, those who like Pokemon. I know, actually, for a fact, there's a shit ton of people who like Pokemon, but I think they're kind of in a recluse stage, you know, they're kind of hidden, or I guess, you know, to, uh, homosexual standard, <laughs> they're hiding inside the closet of their love for Pokemon. I'm glad that, uh, current culture has adapted more to Pokemon being an acceptable thing, especially... And it, it kind of sucks, though. I feel like the only reason people are accepting of Pokemon because of the financial success that comes with it. So let's say with Pokemon Go, you know, the first year it came out, everybody was freaking storming to it. You know, everybody was downloading it. And somehow it became so popular, everybody was playing it. You know, you'd see groups of people out in the street just playing Pokemon Go and guiding them. You'd be like, what the hell are they doing? Oh, they're playing Pokemon Go. Even uh, the days at the sushi restaurant I used to work at, uh, there were people outside because there was Pokestops there. There was people outside playing Pokemon Go, and I know some of the older generation sushi chefs that were there with me, they were like, oh, what the hell are those people doing? Well, they're playing Pokemon? Ha 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 ha. I'm like, so what? Who cares? I, I wish I could actually be out there with them doing the same thing because, it honestly, it's fun. I, there were a couple times we did these community raids, and they were great, to be honest. They were, they, they were great in the fact that you met new people that you would have never thought or expected to be enthusiastic Pokemon. Obviously, yeah, you, you do see a lot of older people. You do see a lot of, like, grandmas and grandpas. Well, the only reason I could assume that they are doing it is because they probably had have grand, grandkids that actually do, the, you know, love Pokemon, or they remember a time when maybe their kids were, you know, really into Pokemon back in the 90s or the early 2000s, and maybe that's a way for them to associate, you know, a good feeling of nostalgia 
with their kids and yeah it's been it's been really cool it's been it's been nice to see the good and the bad that pokemon has brought in brought in the world i think to be honest it's brought in it's brought more good than bad and going back to the whole religious aspect you know if you if you think the devil's in pokemon realistically the devil is in everything because biblically fortunately i do i do know the bible to an extent i have read it multiple times uh so in, 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 there's a part in the Bible, I'm not going to look it up right now. Uh, maybe I'll do it later and, you know, bring it up again later. But there's a part where, yeah, don't worship idols. That's true. I, I, I can agree with that because you worship an idol, it does kind of become your god. And to Which an extent... That's why I say Arceus is my god and I'm going to be starting to make a church out of it. You know, if you want to join the church of Arceus... <laughs> Go ahead and DM me. <laughs> I, I don't endorse that, but anyways, <laughs> I think it is kind of hilarious that she says that because it, there is truth to it, you know. A lot of, uh, I guess you could say, zealous kooks are thinking this is a negative thing rather than seeing the positives of it. Uh, uh, obviously, there's, for anybody playing Pokemon Go, you know that every church in the world is a Pokestop. So, there's kind of a contradiction to that, right? Anyways, instead of applying that for the negative of, you know, whatever religious beliefs you want to, you know, follow, you, you could obviously turn that into a positive thing to, you know, create community with people. And I, I think, for the most part, that's what it's definitely created. Pokemon Go has definitely created kind of a community uh, thing, which is just great to see, to be honest. I think it's uh, it's something we should see more often in uh, many places. You know, there's there's less negativity. Obviously, there's always going to be malicious people. I know there's been cases where kids have gone out to the park at very, very dark hours where they've been jumped, their, their phones have been stolen, their money has been taken from them because, you know, people take advantage of them. Obviously, there's been those porky, pokey leers where you go to them because there's more Pokemon that spawn there. And there's been people that, you know, do make those lures so people can come to them so then they could jump them immediately after, which is pretty shitty. I think, you know, that's where, uh, okay, maybe having a concealed carry is a good thing. But, you know, that's a whole other story. Don't worry. We'll, we'll, we'll talk about that later with uh, one of my homies. And uh, it probably will also do a, a group, you know, consensus of that, the, the pros and cons of it. And, you know, my, my, my biggest goal, again, uh, with, like with anything else, is to get the pros and cons about it. Uh, get the perspective of each person. Um, this is obviously my perspective on Pokemon. I don't think it's a negative thing. I think it's a pretty positive thing, to be honest. It's just, I'd say, yeah, don't make it your, your all, I guess. Uh, maybe if it benefits other people, sure. Uh, I mean, in a way, uh, the Neon Tech made Pokemon Go their all. So, I mean, that's been... To be honest, I, I'd say I consider it to be their biggest financial gain right there. I, I don't think if it wasn't for Pokemon and Neon, Neon Tech, you know, kind of marrying each other, uh, I don't think that company would be where it is today. I mean, uh, I just a few, just a, like a few years back, it's been, it was something so small. I mean, people were getting into it, but nobody thought it could be what it is to this day. I mean, personally, I think Neon Tech needs to change their whole CP thing. I think that's kind of the CP thing is kind of stupid. I think it's kind of uh, uh, overpowering uh, to some to some some extent. I think it would be better for a leveling system, <laughs> to be honest. And even the leveling up the, the the leveling system just for your character to level up, I think it's kind of ridiculous. It it just takes so damn long to uh, level up. So I used to I used to uh, actually. Uh, I know, I, back in 2017, when my wife first started playing Fortnite, I used to be like, why are you playing that stupid game? 
oh man, you know, Epic Games made that. Oh, I, I loved Epic Games because they made, you know, they helped create, run the engine for uh, Gears of War. Uh, I, I was kind of disappointed, but it wasn't until maybe a, a few months ago, actually last year when they first released the Stormtrooper character on, on the, on, well, on Fortnite, oh, that's when I first played it because I really wanted to get the Stormtrooper. Why did I want to get it? I don't know. I mean, I don't play Fortnite, so it had been pointless. And so I started, I, I played it for like a month, month and a half, and then I deleted it. And so I re-downloaded it again, like I think back in December, because they had the Mandalorian on Season 5, and I thought that was freaking awesome. I thought that was really cool, so I re-downloaded it and I started playing it, but I started opening my mind to it, you know, I started opening my mind to the benefits of it. I know there's a lot of 12 and 8-year-olds that play it right now, but I think it's it, I think it's kind of crappy to, you know, say that older people can't play it, because, I mean, if it, for us older people, when we were kids, we used to play this, so just think about it. Any of you 8-year-olds that are playing Fortnite right now, you're going to be playing it later on when you're 40, and you're going to remember what it was like to play Fortnite. And who knows, by that point, it's going to be more like an augmented reality kind of experience rather than, you know, playing with your controller, keyboard, and mouse. Uh, so, I, I'd say just kind of open your mind to things. Don't don't be so close-minded. Don't be so narrow-minded. Don't prejudge something. I think it's good to be skeptical to an extent. But to completely shut something off just because it doesn't jive with what you like to do or with with how you view the world, I think that's a very shitty mindset to have. It's it's dumb. It doesn't benefit anybody. It just continues on. Just you know, it just continues with the growth of prejudice. Continues with the growth of uh, just just constant judging. I mean, there's no point in judging. Just honestly, judging leads to hate. Uh, there's, there's so many negative things with it. Uh, I, I mean, why would you want to be that kind of person that just, you know, continues to grow, you know, thriving on negativity or, you know, expanding and growing negativity? It's just so pointless. There's no point to it. But anyways, hey, if anybody else loves Pokemon as much as, uh, I think, well, I, I, I personally love Pokemon respectively to an extent. I'm definitely, you know... If you've played Pokemon, I, I wouldn't consider myself a Pokemaniac. I would definitely be more of an adventurer. I I mean, I, I did tattoo <laughs> a Pokemon onto my body. So, uh, I mean, you, you can kind of judge it on, on, on how do you how you perceive that. Uh, well, how how uh, exaggerated that might have I mean, been. My bio on everything is that what I want to be is the greatest Pokemon master. And I'm level 25 right now, so I don't know. I don't know. We'll see. We'll see how life takes me, but I'm... Wait, that's 25 my goal. On, on Pokemon Go? No, on life. I'm level 25. <laughs> so, we're, we're, we'll see. We'll see if I can become the greatest Pokemon master. Well, just eat it with the other side. Just eat it with the other side. Yeah, just eat it with the other side. Eat it with the other side. Yeah, anyways, uh, I mean... I'd say, yeah, definitely don't judge anybody for uh, liking something that you're not familiar with. I think that's not a way we should um, encourage other people to, you know, uh, expand on their knowledge or, you know, that's not something we should uh, encourage people with judging others. 
because of what they like. I don't, I don't. I think that's also why school shootings happen. To be honest, because well, you know, people are getting judged, people are getting bullied, and nobody's out there to hear them out. Not even their own parents, uh, and even the 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 teachers. I, 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 to be honest, I think if teachers were more involved with, let's say, a student in a way where, hey, you know what? Hey, I, I, I see those people are bullying you. Uh, hey, I'm going to, you know, back you up. And I, I, I can see that. You know, I'm not just going to be like, hey, you guys be quiet. Uh, but uh, well, then again, we'll, we'll talk about that again with uh, also the uh, gun laws and uh, concealed carry and, you know, the pros and cons about guns. You. Yeah, so we definitely were enthusiastic about the uh, Pokemon 25th anniversary collecting. Uh, I think people that are actually going out there to, like, the, the, actually, the before McDonald's enforced the regulation where there's only a limit of five per customer i think that's actually a good thing to do uh personally i know we wanted to hopefully collect all of them just to have them in our own collection we don't plan on reselling them we honestly hope we can keep a hold of these until we're 80 years old 90 years old if we make it that far i want uh, them just... to become dust when i become dust <laughs> <laughs> so hopefully yeah hopefully they can be with us in our uh, it, I guess you know to our property uh, for the next decades to come. I know there's people that constantly you know just buy these things to resell them at a ridiculous price. You know to people that really wanted them. I think we all are also you know discouraging young kids from getting this, and we're kind of instilling this idea that we need to take advantage of others, which is pretty you know it's a pretty shitty thing to do, and. I, I mean, you know, fucking assholes who, who just went to go buy all the Pokemon cards just to resell them. I know my wife was showing me some things where, uh, some offer up slash, uh, what, what was other? Mercari. Mercari, uh, posts of people selling, what, what, what was it like? It was, How much was it? It was 30 packs of the Pokemon cards that you get from from mcdonald's and they were all they were selling all of them for a thousand dollars plus shipping yeah see a thousand dollars plus shipping for freaking 30 packs of these uh mcdonald's packs for the 25th anniversary and see instead of it being something to celebrate people are taking advantage and just really perversing it to be honest they're perversing it this is like this is for an example i know it's a bit of an exaggerated analogy but when jesus you know saw people selling things in his in, in, in you know in god's church they, he freaking overthrew the table you know it was like you know what the hell is this all this crap that's going on in here you know this is not what the church was meant for and i mean it, it's a bit of an exaggerated exaggerated analogy to some people but to be honest, it's like, that's kind of fucked up that you're going to be buying these things that, you know, would hopefully inspire a new generation just so you can make some kind of financial gain. I know COVID has brought upon, you know, many desperate moves for people, but still, it, it's it's a, just such a perverse thing to do. You, you, you know, you, you rob the joy of a child that might love it. But I guess in a way, I can understand that maybe you... in to an extent saved it because now a real collector who really enjoys these Pokemon cards is going to get them 
rather than some snot-nosed kid that's probably just gonna, you know, rip them up or just, you know, rub them with poop or mud or whatever. Because I know for a fact, I, I mean, I was negligent even with my Legos when I was a kid. And it wasn't until I was in middle school that I started <laughs> uh, salvaging them and uh, just refurbishing them so I could have them in my own collection. And, you know, this goes back to, you know, Legos. So, right, even right now, I've actually been collecting Legos again. And... Just keep talking. Um, but, anyways, I, uh, I, again, even with Legos, I know there's some people that are an older generation from me that have seen me, you know, build Legos at this age that I am, I'm 27. Uh, fortunately, I, no, I do not live in my uh, mother's basement. I do have a home of my own. I do, uh, have a daughter and a, and a, and a wife, and we do encourage, uh, a, 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 an open variety of, uh, things that, you should, you know, be able to like or dislike. Uh, you know, you should definitely try something before you dislike it. Uh, I, so no, I'm not some guy that's, you know, full of pimples, some, you know, uh, overweight dude. And, you know, again, no offense to anybody that's over. I know there's, there's genetic things that happen with that. But regardless, uh, yeah, I mean, these are the things I love. Uh, these are the things that inspired me when I was younger, and I still continue to do. Uh, so... Yeah, I've I've recollected some Legos. I've recollected Pokemon cards as well. Uh, you know, not not dramatically. You know, not gonna break the bank for for any of these things. I think at that point it'd be, uh, oh, what's that called? Oh, the word's slipping my mind. Uh, it would be an addiction. <laughs> it's definitely not an addiction. So that, that, that's that's a good thing. Uh, but anyways, you know, it's still something that. I hope to instill in my daughter, you know, that, that she shouldn't be afraid or scared if somebody judges her for liking something in a way. Obviously, unless that, you know, like or dislike is uh, going to be harmful to her, her, you know, her body. At that point, it's like, whoa, hey, you know, you better, you need to watch out what you're doing. Um, but anyways, Angie, you got anything to say about this? Not really. Or your your, your mind kind of, kind of left... It left. It left. It left the building. Mm -hmm. All right. I was hoping we could get more dialogue between my wife and I. I know we were. I know we were talking earlier, but I guess it's so weird. I don't know. The computer goes on and the microphone turns on, and you see the little light. And you're like, oh shit! People are probably gonna listen to this afterwards. Uh, should I speak or not? It's weird. I say too many stupid things <laughs> to be uh, live. <laughs> but anyways, 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 um, it's. It's you. I love you, but please, I told you. Okay, respect, respect. Come on, you need to respect. No, please. Anyways, um, I, I <laughs> oh shit, I have my words slipping up. So the other day, when I, even when I was doing the podcast with my dad, I noticed that he was kind of getting like a interview stigma. So like he was starting to speak as if this was it was an interview it, it was kind of unfortunate because obviously you know let's say the cameras are off the microphone and the computer are off you we talk nice organically normally i mean it, it is kind of it is kind of a different thing because you clearly need to be speaking into a microphone and so you need to you know try to get your voice across you need to have good clear audio otherwise it's just going to be an unattractive uh podcast to listen to and that's understandable to an extent. Um, obviously, it's it's also the thing that's like, oh, it's kind of embarrassing. This is a new thing to do. Oh, that's kind of weird. So I, I, I get it. I get it. I'm also, 
I, I was definitely camera shy and audio shy. I was not comfortable with listening to to my own voice, uh, you know, re on the recording. So I'd say, even for myself, I yeah, of course, I was a little nervous and scared of just speaking and making a podcast. But hey, here I am. You know, hopefully, I can continue doing this. Hopefully, uh, life you know allows me to do this. I'm, I mean, I'm gonna take every advantage I can because. Once again, I'm still kind of in a shock and awe with one of my friends that recently passed away. It's still it's still hitting me kind of kind of you know kind of hard. I I honestly never thought he was a person to uh, you know pass away so soon at the age of 32. I mean the guy was full of energy. He you could always see he was enthusiastic. Uh, <laughs> he was one of the first people that called me Poppy. I thought that was freaking hilarious. Uh, at first it was uncomfortable, then, you know, I got used to it because, you know, I got used to him as well. But anyways, I, yeah, I mean, it's just something we always have to get, you know, grow out of our own shells, you know, break out of our own bubbles. And I also have noticed that sometimes I have these awkward pauses, so I'm going to try to work on not having so many awkward pauses and trying to stop saying I mean so often because I clearly heard myself say i mean so many times just in this little segment right here i would like to con continue hitting pokemon i i'd say even some of the uh past generations of games like black and white i didn't play those diamond and pearl i didn't play that one either just because those were in the years where i was kind of like I, where I was basically shunning off Pokemon because I figured that in my own life I was too, you know, quote-unquote mature for those kinds of games. But I think it was until X and Y came out, that's when I reintroduced myself to Pokemon. I, I think I was also enthusiastic about it because the graphics were getting better progressively and gradually, so I really enjoyed that. And the last game I've played of Pokemon has been... Uh, what, what is it? Pokemon Shield, right? Pokemon Shield, yeah, Pokemon Shield, and, and it's two DLCs. The Tundra DLC, wow, that's brilliant. I love it. It's great. It's so freaking cool. Even with the uh, the DLC where you go to the arm uh, Island of Armor. <laughs> Sorry, I almost choked that moment saliva. <laughs> Anyways, I, I thought those DLCs were brilliant. I think the mechanics of it are freaking awesome. I think there's... <sighs> Oh, bless you. <laughs> Good thing it wasn't me sneezing, because if it was me sneezing, you could get a, you know, just an automatic roll of five sneezes, you know, one after another. But anyways, yeah, I think Pokemon has been awesome. I think Pokemon Snap has been one of, the, like, the biggest games in my life that I have really appreciated. I used to play that with my older siblings a lot on the Nintendo 64. Uh, we never did have... The version of Pokemon that had the actual, po you know, the Pokemon um, endorsed slash Pokemon themed Nintendo, and the limited the, edition. The limited Pokemon. edition, yeah. The the one the, the, the what is it the, like a blue, blue, blue and yellow? Blue and it has uh, the Pokeball and then the controllers yellow. Yeah, the controllers. Yeah. So I never had that, but there was a dentistry that we used to go to that my parents took us to that they had one of those in their lobby for kids to play while they were waiting to get for their appointment, which. To be honest, after I mentioned it to my wife, <laughs> we, in a way we were thinking of going to hijack it one day, but we didn't. Um, so, anyways, I... I'm trying to get my mind back to where I was going. Anyways, yeah, I, I've, I think I've really enjoyed Pokemon games uh, throughout my life. 
I've definitely played Pokemon Snap on the N64 and really enjoyed that. We played that so many times with my older siblings. And I'm so stoked for the new Pokemon Snap that's coming out for the Nintendo Switch in... What is it? I think April. It's coming out in April. April 23rd, I think. And that game looks like it's going to be a blast. I can't wait to play that with my daughter. I can't wait to play Pokemon Snap with my daughter because you take pictures of Pokemon. Isn't that so cool, Yui? Right? You can say yes. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's it's so cool. It's it's gonna be really exciting. Um, um, I can't wait to uh, play Pokemon Snap on the N Nintendo Switch with my daughter. I think it's just gonna be so much fun, and it's gonna be something that it carries on to her. It's so weird how this idea has just expanded so much into everyday culture, and I think it would be a nice thing for uh, people to continue, I guess, accepting it and growing with it. I, I yes, I don't think that it's a good thing to make it you know quote-unquote your god i think there's neg always negatives to making anything anything you know quote-unquote your god um i mean i i like like i said before i have a pokemon tattoo on my on my arm i have some pokemon stickers that i carry around on my translucent um phone case for my phone and shit i mean you know i even you know carry some pokemon oriented things on my vehicle which i think is just fun you know i, I think the most recently I was I did some side work with a guy uh, painting, and I know he was like, "Oh, I noticed you have a Pikachu on your windshield, on your on your dashboard." He's like, "What's that about?" I'm like, "Well, I mean, I grew up with Pokemon. I really love it. You know, I it's 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 meant a lot to me in my life. It's you know, in a way, you know, again, quote unquote, hip hop saved my life. Pokemon saved my life in a way, to an extent." But anyways, I think it's great. I told him I also have a daughter, and you know, like every now and again, if we're like on a on a long drive on the road, we will you know pass it by to her, and we'll let her play with it. And yeah, again, you know, it's like unless if you're trying to make fun of me right now, just let it out because you know I'll probably you know punch you in the nose and tell you to fuck off, and I'll you know stop working with you. It's just it's just the kind of person I am. I kind of you know growing up with an older brother that bullied me almost all the time. I don't like taking shit from people anymore. You know, in a way, he was the last, the last person that I would like that I would take crap from. Even in work, to be honest, there were some people I would take crap from. But then that, it got to a point where it's like, all right, man, you know that, that you know that that's enough. <laughs> that's enough. You, you you're you're basically in a way, quote unquote, being a bully. And so you know you can go, you know, screw yourself, you know, whatever. Uh, but anyways, yeah, I, that's, I'd recommend anybody who's having stru struggles with, uh, people accepting who you are, which is going to be a future podcast very, very shortly, or maybe a past podcast where whenever I decide to upload this exact one and that, yeah, you know, you know, identity is kind of a personal thing. I know there was one day where I decided to jump into every single human being's perspective as weird and you know unrealistic as that sounds it's you know it's kind of tough because you have to wonder what goes through a serial killer's mind what goes through you know again the list goes on and on etc you know whatever kind of person you are what goes on through their mind what caused them to be there at that point in their life you know who made them that kind of person what kind of ridicule did they receive? You know, etc. You know, uh, you know, good or bad on on any standpoint. But, anyways, uh, I, I I'd say that's definitely my two cents on that point. 
on that part. Anyways, going back to Pokemon Snap, I, I'm excited to play with my daughter Pokemon on Pokemon Snap. Uh, I know we got her a nice little Build-A-Bear of Pikachu, and it's so cute because when growing up, my daughter used to call Pikachu Pachu, which is freaking cute. It's like the most adorable thing mm-hmm. ever. But I'd say, yeah, you know, if um, if you're receiving any kind of ridicule from, you know, close friends or family about you liking a certain thing, just kind of tell them to fuck off. Obviously, if it's something that's not good for your life, uh, obviously, it's some, if it's something that's going to harm others, well, you know, kind of keep an open ear and be like, oh, crap, actually, that is kind of bad for other people or that is going to harm people. So maybe I shouldn't do whatever X thing you're doing. And, yeah, I'm, I'm excited. I, I actually need to pre-order Pokemon Go really soon, just so... Unfortunately, I feel like pre-ordering games doesn't give you as much exclusives as it did, what, 10 years ago? So I remember 10 years ago when you used to pre-order something, you were, you were fucking excited. I remember going to those premieres at GameStop for Halo or for Gears of War. It's like, oh, I'm going to get this, you know, silver tin just because I pre-ordered it. I'm going to stand in line with... 50 or 100 other people, you know, gonna wait an hour or two hours to get my game and play it that exact night. So, obviously, it would be an overnighter. Sometimes, I, I, know, I knew people that, you know, the new, mo- the new Modern Warfare, the new Call of Duty would come out, and they would skip school, and be like, hey, where's, where's so-and-so the next day at school? It's like, oh, you didn't hear? They went to go to pre-order it, and they stayed, you know, they just uh, played it the whole night. Which is kind of a fun thing to do. It's a kind of fun experience. A kind of a fun communal thing to do. But either way, I- I'm excited. Uh, I'll still pre-order it regardless of uh, the pro, the benefits or the you know same standards that it comes with if I wasn't to pre-order it. So I'll still do that. And yeah, I'm excited. I'm excited to see um, just all these changes that happen in in life. I'm I'm glad that this kind of culture that accepts Pokemon, or I guess even animes, uh, is, is growing, which is great, you know, I think people are kind of seeing the pros, the pros about it, about it, rather than the cons, I know, like, for example, I think earlier in the day, there was, uh, some family members that were talking about Death Note, and they were saying how, how it's banned in certain countries, it's, it's banned in certain schools, I think it's a little ridiculous, I think some people take it a little bit too beyond and over the top, I mean, it is speaking... It's, it's an obsession that some people get because they really want to make it real. Or they're, like, super depressed that they just want to make what's happening in that in that story become real. And I understand to a certain point, but it gets to a point where it's like, you need to stop. Because then people start taking you seriously. Like, there's a, there's a video going around um, from a few years ago where there's, like, one of those school cops... Uh, Oh yeah, stopped, I remember that. Stop the kid because he had a <laughs> he had the death notebook, and I mean that's the title. Wasn't of it just the, book. the Wasn't it just the notebook? It wasn't yeah, the, it wasn't no, the actual book. It was the actual comic. Oh, it was the actual comic. Yeah, and it was like the special edition comic, the one that I have that's all black and all it says death note on it. And you know they were like, oh yeah, so this book is called Death Note, and in some of the like chapters, it gives you like the rules of the Death Note, and they were taking that seriously. Yeah, they were taking it seriously, which is crazy, right? It was stupid. It was just like, uh, again, I think it was from like a conservative state in a conservative con- a conservative town, where they're like, oh no, you know, 
you know, basically God's the Almighty, and He's gonna, He's gonna, He's gonna smite you because you're looking at this, or because He's gonna smite you because you're, uh, you, you you're endorsing, uh, negative thoughts, or you're endorsing the death of others. Well, it kind of sucks, you know. It's it's hard not to endorse the deaths of the death of others because, well, when you're bullied, if you've never had an experience of being bullied or becoming a bully, you'll never understand what somebody goes through i know i know in in elementary school i was bullied if you've listened to my one of my pre my one of my first podcasts it talks about uh just uh uh prejudice and uh discrimination being hispanic and i actually i, I want to acknowledge right now i want to acknowledge that there are other cultures like uh, uh even ukrainians romanians uh um southern americans uh, actual you know people that come from african countries like nigeria or the congo or south south africa that come here to the united states or they go to the uk or they go to uh australia even indian in, in like actual hindu people i'm not talking about native americans if i if i ever reference native americans i'm gonna say native americans but i know there's there's a lot of prejudice whenever someone of color or someone that speaks another language even asians yeah you know yeah or i guess you know whoever if you want to call them orientals i think that sounds kind of shitty calling asians orientals but anyways it's kind of awful you know if you've never experienced what it feels like to be um uh just 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 judged or bullied and even i mean i'm sure there are certain white people that are bullied you know just because they like a like they like like for example there's obviously the the weeaboos, you know, the quote unquote weeaboos. There are some of those kids that they like that kind of culture because it speaks out to them. You know, it speaks out to them in a way that like, wow, I feel I think like if I pursue this type of culture or this kind of uh, lifestyle, people are actually gonna accept me, and that's I, I think that's a beautiful thing. You know, I think if if that's what you're going for. I think that's great. I think there's nothing harmful about that. But clearly, there's some people that, for some reason, can't accept that. And that they judge you, or they want to attack you for no damn reason. Which is just, to be honest, in my opinion, fucking stupid. I think you should, you know, let kind of people live their own lives. Again, I've said it before. I'm going to say it again, and I'm going to continue saying it. Unless it's harmful to others or yourself, okay, I get it. You know, try to stop that person from doing something harmful to others or themselves. But if it doesn't harm anybody... And it's just something that, you know, somebody likes to do, then I don't see the harm in, in that, you know? If they're not hurting somebody else or they're not hurting themselves, I think it's okay. You know, if they're not telling somebody else to do something bad or negative or to themselves either, then let them be. Let them live their life. You know, what harm is it going to do to you if, you know, they, they think a different way than you do? Like with Pokemon, you know, if somebody loves Pokemon and they're still in their, like, 30s, leave them alone, to be honest. You know, it's like, are they doing anything bad? I don't think so. Obviously, unless they're using it as pedophilia, then that's where it's like, I cross the line, you know, you guys, should, we should hang that person. But if they're not doing that, then leave them be, you know. Let them, let them like what they like. Again, I will constantly say this. If it's harming somebody else, or if it's harming themselves, then I agree that is a negative thing. Otherwise, if it's not harming anybody, then just let them live their life. So, yeah, going back to Death Note, I, I thought it was ridiculous how um, that was happening in that conservative state or city. I mean, is there anything else that you're going to say about it before...
No, before I'm, our no. little one interrupted. I think I think that was pretty much it. I think it's just kind of ridiculous how they made it seem such a big thing, and that that poor kid basically got shunned and in trouble and everything for you know being being a little bit more of a weeb and kind of stepping out of his own comfort zone. They thought he was actually trying to kill his own classmates. So, and to be honest. He probably was because he was getting bullied by those exact classmates. I don't blame him, to be honest. I, I think, I, I don't know if my older brother is going to listen to all of this, you know, consistently. But I do know I, I have opened up about this to my parents, to my wife, and to actually my older brother. But I did have thoughts of, uh, because of how severely I was bullied when I was younger, I did have thoughts and I had made plans of taking my older brother's life, to be honest. Because he made my life so miserable but obviously reflecting on it, I I never did that because I if it wasn't for those things he did, not not I'm not saying that they were good things that he did to me, but I'm just saying if it wasn't for that experience I lived through, I would not be who I am today. So in a way, I don't regret the things that were done to me or happened to me or the things I did or I experienced because they made me who I am right here, right now. And, you know, I, I just hope I can uh, help anybody else who's struggling or going through things that, you know, where they feel like they're being uh, perceived in a wrong, in a, in a bad way. And this is exactly why I, I don't think I'm going to change the name of uh, my podcast Perceptions, because this is truly perceptions of how you see the world, how you view the world, uh, whether it be Pokemon, whether it be, you know, collecting stuffed animals, whether it be collecting cars, whether it be, you know, working on cars, whether it be uh, collect, collecting motorcycles, whether it be collecting rocks, marbles, etc. The list goes on and on, you know. It's, in a way, kind of an infinite list, but I'd say, yeah, I mean, just do you. Again, as long as it doesn't hurt anybody else or yourself, do you. Be, be who you can be. Influence the world in a good way, you know. I, I'm all for just the constant advancement of humanity. Anything that advances humanity is great. Besides, to be honest, we're kind of parasites to the world. I, I mean, I have a child. I have a daughter and I love her so much with all my heart. But even then, I do not go away from the fact that humans are kind of parasitic to the world. There Obviously, there are humans that are, that are uh, mutual to the world. But there's also humans that are... 100% parasitic, 100 plus percent parasitic, so, you know, I mean, we're worried about little tiny bugs, insects, uh, infestations, parasites that, you know, affect us as an organism, but we're also an organism on this world, so, I mean, is, is there anything you, you like to say? No. No? Not anymore? Your mind did shut off, huh? Mm -hmm. <laughs> well, I was hoping to get more dialogue. Uh, with my wife, um, I know she's a bit, uh, what's it called, camera shy, quote-unquote camera shy, uh, so for all of you listening, I appreciate anybody who has listened, I think as of yesterday, I saw that there's probably zero plays on iTunes and zero plays on CastBox, in a way it's disheartening, but I understand, you know, it's kind of the first two, three weeks that I've been up on um, uh, these mediums, so I... I shouldn't expect it to be like exploding. I know I have I haven't actually done my uh, full part on endorsing it, on endorsing it completely. 
on a, on endorsing. I know I do have to advertise myself more often. I should advertise myself a little bit more. I guess in a way I am kind of like on this uh, Joe Rogan mentality where it's like, oh, you know, kind of like it's just been spread out by you know word of mouth. But I can't really say that. I can't really say that I should, you know. Uh, hey, hey, bless. You eat. Hey, come on, you gotta listen. Please. Pantuflas. You eat, please. And this is the struggles of a parent. You know, obviously, I do remember not listening to my parents. So, it, it's obviously gonna happen where your kids aren't gonna listen to you as well. You know, that it's kind of a natural way of life. <laughs> we always want to rebel uh, on, on anything and everything. Um... Anyways, um, uh, yeah, so let's, uh, yeah, let's, uh, excuse that awkward pause, I'm so sorry, but anyways, yeah, uh, uh crap, I <laughs> forgot what I was saying, Andrew, what was I saying? I don't know, just the dis disheartening of, like, barely any plays on iTunes. Oh, oh yeah, 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 this disheartening. But, no, you know, that's understandable, because, obviously, a person like Joe Rogan, I mean, I grew up watching that guy in uh, Fear Factor, and I, obviously, he, you know, he's a commentator for MMA for a very long time, and I think, I, I assume he still is, I don't know, I don't, I don't follow the guy's life as much as some other people do, and, I mean, I have listened to some of his podcasts, but, again, it's like, this guy's been out there in the world, uh, famous since, I think, what, when was the first time he could remember watching Fear Factor? Like, 2001? Yeah. 2000, 1999? Something like that. Yeah, anyways, I can remember watching Fear Factor from, like, the 2000, from the year 2000. So, I mean, of course, like, you know, a guy like him is going to be really famous, very popular when it comes to a podcast. I think the first time I heard about his podcast was maybe, like, I think four years ago, because I know in the restaurant industry, there were some uh, fellow, uh, empl uh, fellow co-workers that... They would listen to his podcast, and they would mention, they would tell me about uh, the Joe Rogan podcast. Have you listened to that? Have you listened to that? I'm like, no, I haven't. And it wasn't until four years later, so literally until now, last year, that I started listening to Joe Rogan's podcast. And I was like, oh, okay, cool. But I don't listen to it religiously. I listen to it every now and again. I think last month I listened to like three of them. The month before that I listened to like two. The month before that I think I listened to one of them. So I mean, it's just like, of course I'm. Some some someone like him is going to be very popular. I mean, he's he's been in a lot of his audience. A lot of audience that you know watches him right now are people that grew up watching him on Fear Factor. I I don't know how true that that is, but it just kind of makes sense. Because like, I, I mean I knew I grew up with watching Fear Factor with my dad and my mom when we were kids. You know, any time they had off of work, we'd watch that together. And my, I mean, my dad's in his 60s, so I don't doubt that somebody in their 60s or 70s is listening to Joe Rogan right now. So I feel like, if anything, that that guy, Joe Rogan, has an audience of people anywhere from literally 10 years old. Anybody can use a phone from 10 years old to, like, at least 80 years old, man. I mean, there, there's a lot of people. He had a, a large demographic. I mean, Fear Factor was kind of one of those neutral things where you just saw <coughs> your average Joe or famous actors um doing these gross or or really scary things where they either had to eat worms or they had to stick their head inside of a 
uh, a glass case of um, spiders. I always, I always loved watching the 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 parts of the show where it was like, oh, you you have to eat like cow's balls or whatever, and I'm like, I bet I can do that, <laughs> but in reality, I hate trying new food. Yeah, I I agree. I mean, <laughs> I I can say from watching those back in like 2006. I was like, oh yeah, no, I, I bet if I was on that show, I could definitely do that. I could uh, definitely ingest a, a cow's eye or a goat's eye. You know, I could definitely eat that. And I thought that was <laughs> that was something that was very plausible. But you know, that's all. That's always what happens. You know, anytime you're spectating, it's like, oh, I could do that better, or I can do that. You know, n- no pressure. But clearly, even right now, as we're recording, you know, me and my wife, we haven't had as much dialogue as I thought we were gonna have. Where, I mean, this is at least my fourth, this is my fourth, um, recording, and even then I'm still trying to get over my camera shyness, over, you know, so this is my wife's first time actually, you know, um, being, I guess, a subject, uh, on this, on the podcast, where, yeah, I mean, I, I don't disagree, it's like, you know, before the camera starts going, before the recorder starts going, you're just like, you know, whatever, I can do this, but then once it starts going, you're like, uh, you hit a, you know, you hit a brick wall, which is completely understandable, and, uh, you know, there's, there's no, there's no negative problems about that, but anyways, um, yeah, I hope, I hope this can continue growing, I hope I can get more fluid in my speech, uh, I may, maybe I need to take some classes on, uh, on comedy, some comedy classes, maybe I need to take some speech classes, I don't know, but I hope... I can, you know, be as organic as possible, as I don't want this to be something that feels forced or looks forced in a way. I, even when I do have my podcast to actually have the camera rolling on me, I I do want to be able to kind of ignore that and make it be organic, so, um, yeah, I mean, thank you for listening again, and, uh, I really appreciate it, and I appreciate any support. I hope in the future I can open up a Patreon. I hope in the future I can get some merchandise out there. Uh, I we, we I know my wife and I do have some ideas on merchandise. We have some sketches and things that we know people would like. I know we, we were kind of nerds in ourselves, and you know, I uh, yeah I, I know I know we can <laughs> hopefully get a, gain an audience. But anyways, I appreciate any anyone and everybody who can who's listening on this. I'll definitely upload this with uh with a video of me riding my motorcycle and put it on YouTube but it'll also be available on iTunes on Podcast Perceptions with Ever Mars so that's Ever underscore M-A-R underscore S and it'll also be available on CastBox I will upload it to Spotify hopefully soon but it is going to be on their third party uh, uh, app which is I think called Amplify so if it yeah, I will put it up there, and hopefully, eventually, it'll be there soon, within the next couple weeks. But, anyways, is there anything you want to say, or no? Camera shy? Alright, sounds good. Alright, well, thank you very much. Al Fidersen, good night, buenas noches, and, I mean, in Japanese, this isn't exactly good night, but I don't know how to say good night in Japanese, but... I know there's something that we would say anytime we would end the night in the restaurant industry in well, Japanese-specific restaurants, which would be otsukare sama desu. So that'd be, you know, uh, thank you for all the hard work. You know, that's basically the abbreviation, that's the abbreviation for it. Um, but anyways, yeah, bye.